You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason. It's your co-host, Danny. Fans, we got a great show for you today. We'll talk a little bit about the Super Bowl, and we'll get into all NBA All-Star Weekend. But first, Danny, right into the Super Bowl, and where the Kansas City Chiefs prevail 38-35 to over the Philadelphia Eagles. I think I had this in reverse fashion. Knew it was going to be close. Thought the Eagles were going to uh, win by three, uh, but it was kind of switched around here. Patrick Mahomes uh, goes for 182 yards, three touchdowns, uh, named Super Bowl MVP. Uh, Jalen Hurts had a, a great game here, uh, with the exception of that fumble that was returned for a touchdown, uh, which proved to be very critical. Uh, but nonetheless, he goes for 304 yards and one touchdown. And three touchdowns, two, one touchdown passing, three touchdowns rushing. Mm-hmm. He rushed for 15 times for 70 yards. Danny, Jalen Hurts had a game for you, man, with the exception of that fumble. Mm-hmm. You got to give props to the Kansas City Chiefs. The call, I'll just put it like that, by the refs, um, the holding call that ultimately allowed for the Chiefs to uh, get down uh, deep into Eagles territory and eventually uh, hits the game winner, game winning field goal. Danny, I don't think you call that in the Super Bowl, man. You kidding me? There's been more holding <laughs> calls, egregious holding calls that we have not seen called. And yeah. to see, this call in a Super Bowl was the was it a hold? Yeah, I mean it was, it was a hold, but you know it wasn't like a hold. Did the referees get this right, Danny? He had to make the call, man. If he doesn't call it, it's gonna be on the other side from the Kansas City perspective of why didn't he call it? So they're in a no-win situation from that play perspective. It's it's tough to make that call. I totally agree with that, man. At the end of the game, for it to come down to the way it came down, you had an awesome Super Bowl game. And for a call like that to happen, but Bradbury did admit he did holds. People got to remember, man, granted it comes down to that play, but what led up to all what led up to it? And now it's Philadelphia's defense fell apart in the second half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where you stop them. Uh, before that, it may not come down to that play. Uh, you hate to see them lose like that. Like I said, the Super Bowl is everything I I was expecting and more from uh, mm-hmm. how it came out. So, mm-hmm. back to, but from the play perspective, yeah, it's tough to call. But if he doesn't make the call, then Kansas City has a gripe. Yeah, true. But, man, I just – I hated that it ended mm-hmm. like that. This, this was a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say this, too, uh, speaking of uh, Super Bowl halftime, 
performance is. You know, the day of the Super Bowl, Danny, I usually uh, watch some of my favorite halftime performances just to be reminded of how great halftime shows can be. Mm -hmm. And uh, the one that I always go to, I always go to the Prince uh, halftime show uh, with, of course, my beloved alma mater, the FAMU Marching 100, alongside of Prince, one of my all-time favorites. Uh, and then also, I, I look at uh, Dr. Dre mm -hmm. and the rest of the crew. He had Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Uh, man, you had 50 Cent. You had, um, I mean, you had everybody in that, in that one. I watched Bruno Mars with uh, Beyonce. And so, Danny, you know, I, I was really looking forward to the halftime show with Rihanna, uh, which was uh, visually great um, in terms of just kind of how uh, the platforms and how, how they were all in the sky and just the, uh, the dance moves and being in sync and everything. And I, at first I thought that, you know, she would bring somebody else on, but I mean, she had a plethora of songs a plethora of hits and where she uh, just did it by herself uh, and everything. And she showcased, obviously, the fact that she is uh, carrying a child. She is pregnant. No, she, her team confirmed that afterwards. So I give her great kudos for performing uh, while pregnant and everything. So uh, I think it was a good overall Super Bowl. Uh, again, I just hated that it ended, had to end with that call. Yep. Made you know, uh, but Kansas City is here to stay. The AFC is, is wicked, the AFC is tough. We'll see if they make a return, uh, to the big game. The Eagles, I the NFC is not as strong, Danny. I think the Eagles can still, you know, make their way deep in the playoffs. Um, so this is going to be interesting to see what happens next year. I think it's setting it up possibly for uh, a rematch here, but we'll see. What say you? Yeah, Jay, man, it was tough for Philly. The way they started, and they had Kansas City on the ropes in the first half. Oh, most definitely. And they didn't put their foot on their throat to take them out. And they let, they let them stay in the game. And when we previewed this game, I said – the one thing we didn't really know was Patrick Mahomes' injury status ahead of the game when we were talking about it initially. So he did come up hobbling. He had he took a hit, but then after halftime, he bounced back, and Andy Reid made a ton of adjustments on the offensive end. Uh, Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid and uh, that offense, and they ran two plays where those two walk-in touchdowns and they mentioned that Jacksonville ran the same play against Philadelphia in week four. And they executed the same exact play and got Philly, caught, caught them sleeping where they couldn't do anything. And that momentum swung big time. But, mm -hmm. hey, Jalen Hurts, man, that was yeah, the tough yeah, part. Man. It was a tough part to see him lose, man, because he had a heck of a game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a historic yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. And I was – it was tough to see either one lose, honestly, because, mm -hmm. like I said, Pat Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, I was cheering for both of them. And mm -hmm. 
and just cheering for a good game. But yeah, Jalen Hurts had a heck of a game. And yeah, Philadelphia, as long as they keep all their pieces together and stay healthy, because you know, with the football, there's those statistics where teams that make the Super Bowl the next year don't make it and for whatever reason. So if they stay healthy and they keep those those lines together and uh, maybe bring another piece in on the defensive end, I don't see anyone stopping them. They have it all set up for them to make it, but you know yeah. the NFL, man, things change on the dime and some pieces move here and there and that could uh, put that in jeopardy. But all in all, great Super Bowl. Rihanna mm -hmm. did her thing. I was hoping she would bring Jay-Z out, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think a couple other people say that too, but I was hoping she would bring him out. And, but she did her thing, and great Super Bowl overall. Right. Now, let me just add to uh, last year's performance included Eminem mm -hmm. and also Kendrick Lamar, um, yep. who was also uh, in, in it as well. And the combination of Bruno Mars and Beyonce was actually headlined by Coldplay. Uh, so mm -hmm. just wanted to make sure we include everybody uh, in on this. So I uh, want no blowback. Uh, <laughs> now, Danny, on to the NBA, where this past weekend, NBA All-Star Weekend happened. Uh, it was interesting. You know, one of the things that we always uh, worry about is how good will Saturday night be? Mm -hmm. uh, let me just say this, Danny. I, I think one of the things that I really noticed in this particular NBA All-Star Weekend in Salt Lake City, Utah, uh, was the fact that the stars of the stars weren't there. That, to me, says a lot. Mm -hmm. So even though typically some of the players are hurt, they would still go to NBA All-Star Weekend. Yep. Uh, Steph wasn't there. Uh, Clay wasn't there. I mean, uh, there were a, a few other all-stars who were hurt who did not show up at all-star weekend so what does that say about the all-star game being in salt lake city utah i think that speaks volumes quite frankly mm -hmm. um, and i just say that to say this all-star weekend it just felt different it didn't feel like that normal buzz mm -hmm. the norm the normal hoopla that usually is generated uh, and yeah, I just think, you know, there's something to be mindful of uh, for the NBA moving forward. The game on Sunday night where Team Giannis, Team LeBron, they faced off, and it was a different format in that they tried to do a playground style where they picked the teams before actually playing the game. Mm-hmm. Giannis, you know, he actually got injured the couple games or a couple of nights before when they played with the Bulls. Turns out Giannis has a sprained ligament in his wrist. Um, so he only played like a minute, scored two points and sat out. Uh, LeBron ends up injuring himself uh, in, throughout the course of the game. He, he goes in, you know, does what he does, uh, gets injured, and then he sits out the rest of the game. Um, the stars of the stars weren't there, man. It just seemed like a lackluster all-star game, Danny. Uh, Team Giannis did break break uh, break in with a win here, 184-175, to give Team LeBron their first loss 
uh, LeBron's first loss as a GM, uh, if you will. Uh, Jason Tatum scores uh, an all-star record, all-star game record of 55 points, becomes the uh, MVP. Uh, Danny, I watched a little bit of this thing, man, this back and forth. First of all, it took way too long for them to pick teams. NBA needs to do something about that. If they're going to have this particular format, it just took forever to pick the teams. You, you can look at social media or whatever, but people were saying the same thing. I was like, when are they going to just finish this up and get back to warming up? Because that's a long period of maybe warming up, mm-hmm. not warming up, picking a team, having to rewarm up. I mean, that's just a lot going on there, Danny. Yep. So I think that's something that the NBA would need to you know, rectify. The game itself, man, there's no defense played. Uh, it wasn't competitive at all. It just was so lackluster, man. And it, it got to a point where I just stopped watching. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I usually watch the All-Star game. I, mean, I just couldn't watch this, man. What say you about the game, Danny? Uh, from the actual game perspective, totally agree. I think the Kobe Bryant MVP award, right? How did Kobe Bryant play in the All-Star game? He took it like any other game. Right. He played hard. He played defense. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where now, don't get me wrong, man. Hit like Tatum in that third quarter. Hit what he is even with no one in his face. He was just nailing threes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not that's not easy to do. So mm-hmm. in years past, even recently, where there was some defense and actually some intensity where mm-hmm. they actually cared, but it was yeah, the NBA has some uh some changes to make here. And as mm-hmm. far as the picking part, they should do that on Saturday. If they're gonna do it like th- if they're going to do it like that, do it on Saturday. I don't understand why they changed it from what they did on used to do on Thursday night on TNT ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Where they bring the captains on where you usually get KD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it was KD and LeBron, yeah. and, you know, KD sit there uh mugging TNT, the crew, yeah. but making his picks. But do it that way, man, because that was yeah, that was way too long. And I think they're missing the boat on who's actually consuming this. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily the adults. It's the kids. Mm-hmm. And for that thing to start as late as it did for kids on the East Coast, you got to stay up late to watch that. You have to bump it back or do it like back in the day where it was like an afternoon or something. I don't afternoon. know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they got to remember who the uh, core audience is in this game. And it's the kids and, the, you know, the teenagers. So they have a lot to go back to the drawing board on after this weekend because yeah, yeah. They, they just need to work through, do we do a game? Because if everyone's out there and they don't, they're saying they don't want to get hurt or whatever the case may be, what do you do instead of, like, Saturday night, Saturday night represented. There's a lot of question marks around the slam dunk contest. Mac McClung. Save that from what his performance, the three point contest. Dame did his thing. Skills competition. Uh, Utah Jazz representatives did their thing. So Saturday night was cool. Slam dunk was like yeah at first when you found out who was participating. Um, just because they're not household names, but the All Star game, they got to figure that out because 
no need to drag people through that again next year. But <clears throat> if, if they're not going to play defense, they have to right. play some yeah. some semblance of defense. No one's saying out to go out there like you're in the playoff run and mm-hmm. playing defense, but at least put a hand up. You know, Danny, I think the NBA All-Star Weekend, it's always going to be from here on out. You're going to have a great Saturday, but an off Sunday or vice versa. Mm-hmm. I can't recall last time where both days were great. Agree. It's been, it's been a while. The NBA has done some modifications to the Sunday game, you know, in terms of one – Honing up money for charities. Yeah. Uh, winning each quarter for you know for the charities or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else they would do. Quite honestly, is that the CBA agreement? You know, uh, I just don't. I don't know. I mean, I think that has to come from the captains. Whoever the captains are, has to you know really captain and lead. I think it's uh, I think it's that Jason. I just think it's the elder statesman stars too, though. That has to bring that down, like a LeBron, for example, or like if Steph was there. That has to come from them because they have to kind of lead the way for the younger generation to say, "Hey, man, this isn't what's up." Like Jalen Jalen Brown spoke out, and so some players did speak out about it. Hey, the coach spoke out. Mark Malone spoke out of He spoke out. He, yeah. He's like, man, what in the world? You know, so something's got to be done. Yeah, you'd hate to see it go away, but after this weekend, it's going to be tough to defend it unless some drastic changes occurred from a competitive not, standpoint. Not only that, man, the fans who purchased tickets mm-hmm. for that, man. I wonder how much those tickets really were. Either way, man, it's an all-star Weekend, it's going to be expensive. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so for that hard-earned money, those dollars to go to see something like that, man, I mean, and just think, And just think of the cities like Milwaukee is trying to get in, Mm -hmm. like for 2025, 2026. From that standpoint, you want the game to stick around. You want these things to stick around because that's a revenue generator for the city. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know, just to have the all star game in Milwaukee, just you know, <laughs> thing is not, it's and you know, next year I think it's in Indiana, I think it's in Indiana, Indianapolis, mm-hmm. but it brings some eyes to the small market teams as well, outside of like if Milwaukee does a has a playoff run mm-hmm. or whatever. But to have that in a city generate the buzz and the revenue. You want to keep it going, and you want to keep it at a high level. So they they got to fix it, man. So uh, some of these smaller markets can uh, benefit from having it show up in their city. Yeah, yeah, be yeah. able to be access to see some of these stars all in a collective area at one time. Well, I think to that point, though, I think people and fans will come to the city mm-hmm. to celebrate. But to go to the games and go to the events, that's the question. That's what I mean. You got you got to have a draw. You got to have a draw. Have a draw, man. I think in those small market cities, that price point is going to have to come down. If you want to fill the stands, the price point is going to have to come down, which means a loss in revenue. 
yep. already. So this is a interesting situation that the NBA finds themselves in. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they adjust the All-Star weekend, but they're going to have to do something after this past weekend's performance. And again, I think it's, I don't know if it was this Utah or what. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't, I don't know. Um, and I feel like this too, Danny. The players, they obviously go to each city. They obviously know Utah. So the fact that some of these players didn't want to come to Utah says a whole lot, man. <laughs> it says a whole lot. It hasn't been the I mean, All Star Weekend hasn't been in Utah in 30 years. It was good to see Carl Malone and John Stockton being kind of headlined uh, in NBA All Star Weekend, but yeah, NBA's got to do something about this. Thank you for joining us at Backports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.